Columbus Crew up 4-0. Yep, I can uh, I can hear you work good. Over this jobber team. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess we can just go ahead and get into it. Uh, soccer's a real fucking weird sport, Bob. Yeah, it is. Very. Oh. Oh, we're currently watching the uh, Columbus Crew game. The Who are they thing? facing? Real estate? Yeah, the real estate. I don't know. There's a bull. It looks like cafe cocks on it. I don't know. Looks like they're facing some real estate agents. It looks like they're facing the uh, like off-brand New York Red Bulls. Is what it looks like. Yeah, it's the Jobber Squad. Uh, it's Real Esteli. Uh, yeah, but it is also just weird being the uh, defending MLS champs and saying, "Yep, we're going to go to Nicaragua and play a game about a week before the opening of the MLS season." Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand it. Uh, the tournament lasts, uh, I think, all year. So, um, but oh, I mean, it's just another trophy. Yeah, but what do you say? The finals being like December. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's uh guy at work was telling me about it. I can't quite remember, but I know it lasts throughout the season, and there are several weeks in between matches, so I don't quite understand. Yeah. Well, uh, we also got to talk about the obvious. Uh, we missed uh, a week or two of uploading uh, to the podcast, so uh, <laughs> we're sorry. Um, but, you know, uh, you guys don't pay us, so you're going to just have to get over it, I guess. Yeah, a week, two, 200 weeks... Something like that. Many, What's the last thing that happened? How many weeks have we missed? We uploaded in, I believe, July of 2017. <laughs> and it is uh, currently April of 2021. Uh, so almost four years. Not not, not much has happened, right? Uh, boy, I don't think a whole lot's happened. Are they ever going to turn Roman heel? Roman is still a baby face. God, yeah, he is. Isn't he? <laughs> That's, yeah, he is. All right, uh, Tyler, I say we jump right into it. Um, okay. Who's the worst... Uh, main roster wrestler in WWE you've ever seen. And now our stipulation to this is it has to be someone who's regularly on the program. It's not just one person. Like it's like Kevin Federline wrestled one time, but he doesn't count because he was there once. He was like a guest. The, the gut instinct is probably Nia Jax because... No, I feel like she's a year and a half away removed from getting you deserve a chance, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I know. Now, can you put in your head a time where that happens again, where people think she deserves something again? You know, I think for some, I think, I think with so, certain wrestlers, there are things that happen. Either not necessarily one event, but maybe, maybe the one event where she breaks um, Becky's nose with that punch. I think. Since then, she's been labeled as unsafe, That's and true. I think the whole time she's done nothing but kind of prove that she is. Yeah, she's hurt, hurt Carrie Sane. I mean, she's just. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if I'm if I'm working in the women's division, I probably don't want to work with her. I probably request somebody else to work with other than you know, Nia Jax currently. <clears throat> she there. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips coming in for the crew. Um, you know. It's funny with certain wrestlers, I feel like they're like so when she won the title at um the was it thirty four, WrestleMania thirty four? I believe so, yes. Against Alexa Bliss, the one we went to in New Orleans. Um oh, yeah, we went to two WrestleMania's. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um And a rumble. In a and a fast lane. Where Randy Orton won the US title. That was a weird fast lane. So, uh, yeah, so, the, so you know, she was a baby face there, and I, I like the 
dichotomy um, of the smaller wrestler being the heel. I mean, I like when they kind of switch it up like that. Um, now I can't imagine her ever being a babyface again. And if it feels like with some wrestlers, they kind of hit a point where you're like, I can't imagine them ever, you know, like, I feel like she'll be a heel yeah. forever. Yeah, I don't imagine how she would uh, come back, unless she just went away for a long time. Yeah. But I don't... Uh... I don't, I don't see that. Uh, Which I that mean, happening. She, like, she's gotten worse, right? We talked about a little bit off the air. Yeah. Uh, first, she has actually just actively gotten worse to watch. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Well, like, I mean, we're being harsh right now. We came back. We came back swinging. <laughs> yeah, came back negative, real negative. Uh, um, generally pretty positive people, but uh, which we have a lot to talk about. With oh, 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 nice save. Oh, was that shit? Did you see this? Did you see that? I, I saw it's that save. Uh, this is great. This is great radio. Is it? Um, nice save and a shot off the crossbar. Anyway, um, no, I, that's so. When you ask that question, that's the first person I can think of. Now, I guess, I guess, like you, it depends on the criteria. Here's that shot. Boom, crossbar. Um, I guess it depends. Like, what's the criteria for you? Like, there, there could be like. I don't know, like boring or, you know, I mean, um, yeah. So mine, I, I've had mine for a little bit now. Okay. Um, it would be uh, the Great Collie. Mm, okay, that seems like yeah. a more obvious answer. It was so. just uh, I, I didn't like watching Wait, him. Who? You mean the Hall of Famer? Oh yes, the uh, great the uh, Hall of Famer, great the Great Collie. Yes. Yeah, I God, I hated him watching him when I was growing up. I don't know why. He, I mean, he was big, and he, the second I got a little bit older, and just realized kind of what was going on with wrestling, I was like, "Oh, this guy sucks." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this." How is bad. old were you when he was? What do you? Well, what, what, what year was he in? Oh, eight maybe. Mm, I think that may have been a little early, but mean? maybe I don't. Well, two thousand. He was there at least in two thousand ten, right? Right. So that that was eleven years ago. I was uh, like eleven. So for context, um, I Larry are twenty twenty two twenty two, and you I'm thirty seven. I'm thirty seven, going on twenty nine. I'm twenty nine. Um, I watched you know wrestling a little bit as a kid and in middle school, and this was primarily like Edge, Jeff Hardy, Triple H kind of era of wrestling. Um, I remember watching a lot of SmackDown. Um, you know, Larry grew up watching wrestling, so we came from the kind of a little bit older. I got back into wrestling like seven years ago. Yes, but well, um, the, the year you got back into wrestling, uh, Daniel Bryan won the Intercontinental Championship at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yep, that first pay per view I watched was uh, Fastlane against uh, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Sure. Uh, Joey Logano won the Daytona 500 that day. Good day. Yeah, that was a solid day. That was a good day, but I missed it because I uh, was covering that basketball game. For the newspaper, so we take we took this break. Obviously, this long break, our lives have kind of changed a little bit. Um, so you know, you were living with us when we did this podcast before. Um, but I have a house now, huh? I have a house. Now. Yeah, how yeah, great do. Do that? That's true. No more basement. I'm homeless. Me. So that's, that's what's really crazy. We have went two different directions. So um, I. We, what I wanted to kind of get into as well was, you know, when we started this podcast however many years ago, you know, that was kind of like the height of our wrestling fandom. Yes. You we, know? Were, we were actively going to WrestleManias. That was our vacation for the year. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we would go and, like, my wife, which is his sister, brother-in-law's 
hence brother-in-laws of destruction. Um, that was, you know, we would, we would go, we went to Florida for WrestleMania, went to New Orleans for WrestleMania in, in 2018. Um, that was kind of the height of our, of our fandom. And, and sometimes it's, it's funny, like, not to get deep or anything, but like, I, I kind of look back on that New Orleans trip. I've been thinking a lot about it lately. I think for a few reasons. One, in the middle of a pandemic, I just have wanted to just, I mean, God, even to, even to drive across like state lines to West Virginia, I just want to oh, go yeah. somewhere. Uh, real quick, we're going to get into this later, right? I just want to do anything. I actively dislike AEW, and God bless, I would go to an AEW show right now. Yeah, I'd I want, I want to do something. I mean, I, so so I, I guess that's part of it. But another time, another thing is like you know sometimes you know life moves on and you kind of go on not not necessarily go on to other things but you have different priorities in life and different things and and sometimes the things you were passionate about before can take like a backseat and uh i i felt like for me personally that over the over the last year in 2020 i really after wrestlemania because it was so, it was so crazy to think like what's this look like yeah, it was uh, a WrestleMania with nobody there. First it, two night mania. Yeah, yeah. And you think like, what you have to you have to watch because you're like, what is this? Once you get used to it, you kind of fall out of it. A little, I felt I fell out of it a little bit. I know you did. Um, yeah. What was the main reason? I, I I know for you, it's not just you know, it's not just the pandemic. I mean, I know that you've. I uh, I started uh, just not uh, enjoying watching it anymore. I thought just the storylines weren't as good. Um, I thought there was a lot of just uh, not to sound uh, like a you know just an arrogant a hole, but just I was like the wrestling I'd grown accustomed to. There was a lot of it that was going on. Where I was like, oh, this is just not as good actual wrestling as I've, as I've been accustomed uh, to watching. And there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of storylines I didn't like. There was a lot of things they were doing that I just didn't enjoy and then i was kind of like you know like the point of this is a tv show i'm supposed to like watching it and right I just started uh disliking watching it was almost like a hell yeah, well, it's monday i gotta turn on raw and see what's going on and then i remember one day i went to do it and i was like oh if I don't, why am i watching it if i don't like it I, I right just, i could follow this on twitter i could figure it out right so then i uh yeah i started uh not watching it but i'm uh uh coming back into uh into watching it now <clears throat> it's kind of an odd feeling to think like I, I definitely understand what you're saying, and I kind of got to that too, where I would, you know, for like just raw, just to pick on raw, things would get competitive, and the matches felt the same and whatnot. It was also three hours. Yeah, and I think so. On the one hand, I definitely understand what you mean about like, so if we don't, if we're not enjoying this, why are we watching it? But I think there's a part that you, and almost like something you're so passionate about, even though that you weren't. <laughs> super enjoying it like you feel like it's a part of your life that's missing and that's how i kind of felt i um, i always at the very least would check on uh, twitter i would i would just instinctively know oh, it's monday yeah i'm off work now let me uh go on twitter see what happened on the yeah. night and i'd always if something crazy happened i would always like either go back on youtube tv or like the network when it was around rest in peace and uh would uh, attempt to watch it and figure it out but, right uh, yeah, but if it was just normal stuff going on, I would just kind of read through it on Twitter and kind of know where everyone was doing, and then just uh, go on about my day. That was my uh, that was what I did. You know, there was a time where you know I had like New Japan World. Oh yeah, and you know I wasn't watching every had, match uh, of the card, but New Japan World. Uh, Pro, what's the progress is called? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Progress Now or what's it called? It's still Progress Wrestling. Pro- no, they're a streaming service. Oh, uh, Progress Live. I forget. Nah, yeah. Or Demand Progress. Demand Progress. Yeah. So it was uh, we had New Japan World, Demand Progress, the WWE Network, and was actively trying to get a Ring of Honors. Yeah, but yeah, the, we we would we would watch try to watch yeah, that. And um, we were ta- remember we talked about maybe doing Honor Club. Yeah, uh, we would buy the uh, before AEW when it was just uh, you know like the one off pay per views. We would buy the pay per views and watch them. Yep. And uh, yeah, um, also another question. Um, now that we are back on this, okay, um, is AEW overrated, and why is it overrated? <laughs> so um, we might as well just do you know all hot takes here. So. I I I like a lot. I, I like. There's Pedro Santos again. Her. I like a lot of the core of what AEW like the the core wrestlers. I I really like Cody. Um, you know, obviously, as a wrestling fan, watching the the Kenny matches in New Japan with Okada and all that stuff. Um. And it's it's almost like once you experience I don't, I don't know I'm kind of working through this once you experience it weekly and it's a weekly digest you realize oh uh, okay yeah it was a, it was a lot better to watch when it wasn't like that you know like you yeah. just said like you was like oh I'll watch it when New Japan has their big shows when they have these one off pay per views and it's just kind of like the one time every two months or something but right now that it's weekly you're like oh, okay yeah this is real similar to everything else like it's real hard to keep that up weekly and then also there's a lot of times where the storylines before i feel like just consisted of wrestling yeah and it was like oh yeah it's just the storyline was almost what the was the match right and now i feel like they're forced to do actual storylines and they're getting very convoluted and they're trying to get too many people involved larry i i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there you can cut me off okay i did it just popped in my head so i was listening to wade keller the other day right okay what a guy he he had mentioned that there are only now I, I don't know this I think is excluding the the women's roster. Right. There are only two wrestlers on the entire AE now I don't know this this sounds true. I mean this is I'm just yeah. regurgitating what he said. We are we are not reporting this, we are reading something to you. Right. There are only two wrestlers on the AEW roster that's not in a tag team or affiliated yeah. with in a faction. That sounds absolutely true. And I'm trying to think of who it was. Yeah, there. It's very much like they're trying to get everyone involved. They don't want anyone to have to sit on the sideline and not and not work. And like that, that sounds that's really nice in theory. And I get it. And it's nice. And it's really sweet. And you know, you want your buddy to be able to win, but that, that can't happen. Like not everyone deserves a spot at the table. You know, not everyone's good enough to to do that. They got to work it up a little bit. If if everyone's in a faction. Then do any of the factions matter? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what factions were like. They're powerful and they take over. But then when it's this, this faction versus this faction versus this faction, it's just, oh, it gets, it gets, what was the, uh, do you remember the first one they did? So we had, I mean, I guess you can say the, you can say the elite. Yeah, the elite. That was good. But, um, I mean, I guess inner circle would have been the first, like, the inner, I even thought one, he, like, like AEW created. The inner circle was good, and I even thought towards the end of that, I was like, "This is getting pretty complicated. Like, this yeah. is getting uh, hard to follow now." And I and I like to consider myself, I can follow things. And I was like, "This is there's a lot going on here." I, I, okay, so I was thinking, you know, and I was never like the die like a diehard AEW fan. We bought 
Which one was it? All, all in was the first. All in, okay. double or nothing. So we, we 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 get all in, and we're like, okay, cool, we're behind this. And this is at a time when I was watching all their New Japan stuff. I was watching um, Being the Elite every week. I was obsessed with the stuff. It was so Wait. funny. Um, I know Marty Scurll's not in favor right now, but I remember just loving his loving his his bits on uh on being the elite and was like i was really into that kind of stuff and and the cody heel turn and manipulating the young bucks and it and it was the cody kenny match um it like was like super card of honor i think the and it was like the the wrestlemania weekend in new orleans and and i remember you know i was like okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna give AEW a shot because they seem pretty cool and i and i really like the idea of it, I thought it was like once we realized, or once it was reported that it was going to be on TNT, I thought, okay, this is really cool. Tony Schiavone is going to be on there. I think for me, the, I think there were two main things for me that it started to turn for me for AEW. I think that the, the first thing is, and it was early on. Once I realized that, and and I'm not saying this is even their fault, but I'm just whatever. When we realized that they were um, going head to head with NXT, yeah. I felt I didn't want to pit the two again. I love NXT; it's my favorite I, brand. Yeah, it's I, my favorite wrestling. I think if you put it side by side with anything in wrestling right now, I think it, it's I think it would be NXT. Yeah, I think it'd be real hard to compete with it. And I think. I realized that uh, I've said I realized a lot, but um, I'm realizing a lot of things. Um, once Chris Jericho's character started to change from so, like when he wants when he goes to New Japan and then when he starts AE, when they start AEW, Chris Jericho is this, um, and he's even said I wanted to change his body was changing he was getting older to to more of like a Bruiser Brody type. In, in his words, uh, a brawler changes style up a little bit, and that that really worked. The pain maker, the like, kind of like, kind of crazy, kind of like he's he's gonna have his brawling matches in New Japan, and it felt different. And he and he he came with that character to AEW. Well, once he started doing the com like more comedy, he kind of lost more of that pain maker character and kind of went back into the the uh, weekly wwe gimmick that he used to do yeah which was like he's one of the only heels i can think of that can be funny but be a good heel you know his like 2017 run and 2016 2017 run with kevin owens the list all that was great but it, it was so much different than what he came into the company with and i realized we're not getting what I thought we were getting. I, I just think that was kind of the time when I'm like, this isn't quite what I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, that um, when they started bringing in a lot of outside uh, people to be in it, uh, I didn't like that. And then really, when the once the inner circle was over, is when I stopped really liking it because I feel like then more factions started and it began to get very, very complicated. Once MJF came came along yeah. and then left, and I mean, yeah. It, then since then there's been like three new factions within a few months i it's just i don't know it's a lot going on i am going to i'm going to give another chance i'm going to watch it again especially if we're doing this i'm going to watch it i'm going to make sure i know what's going on with it but uh yeah i'm uh well you can be the AEW correspondent then i uh, so i don't i will be i'll watch it <laughs> um i mean I, there's a chance that i that i maybe give it another shot since nxc's moving to tuesdays 
you know. Yeah. Uh, a good move by NXT. I think. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think it was. They, I don't feel like they need to compete with people. No. And look, I'm not an NXT apologist. I love NXT. I'm always yeah. going to stand up for them. They lost. Yeah. They I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, yeah. guys, look, we're looking at JV numbers. Yeah. You know, this isn't. We're not looking at five million to six to seven. No. We're looking at realistic. I mean, six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand. When one of them breaks a million, you're like, oh, they had a really good show. Right. Like something crazy right. happened. Um. So I mean, I don't. I think it's. I think it's healthy. I don't. I. I don't necessarily. You know. I know people say like, oh, competition brings out the best, but I feel like sometimes you get kind of. I don't say petty, but you're you're trying to counter program. Right. And I'm like, just focus on your on your program. And I think when. I think NXT did get a little lost for a little while when they were competing, and they were really yeah. getting their ass handed to them in the ratings. Not, not necessarily by a lot, just every week, consistently losing. I uh, I would argue those numbers are skewed, and this is what I why I would argue it. Right, my, uh, my argument would be that I feel like a lot of people watch AEW just for the sake of it's not WWE. Yeah, like they, they maybe they don't even really like it. They might not even pay attention to it, but they put it on because it's not WWE. And I would say there's a not all of them, of course, but I would say there's at least a good bit of people that are just like, "Yep, I'm just watching it because it's not WWE. It's something else. That's why I'm going to keep supporting it." Right. I I, I think 100. percent I before AEW, everyone mm-hmm. everyone loved NXT. Oh yeah. Takeovers were the best. You know that four or five times a year, everyone loved it. It was the cool. It was the cool brand. It was the cool, and I'm like, to me, n- nothing's really changed. Yeah, for me, it's still to me it's, the best. Yeah, it's absolutely. still the coolest. I don't. I would argue it's not close. I, 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 I also. Do we include NXT UK in the NXT brand? Yeah, right? yeah. It's all under one umbrella, right? That's right. what we're saying. Yeah, I, I don't think it's close at all. Right. I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't understand. And and it's like if you like it, that's fine. Because it's not like I like I still will check in time to time. I I I love Cody Rhodes. Now, Absolutely. you know I also we, I understand the argument. I don't want them to be, to do bad. Yeah, I want them to. I want them to do really good. I, they are, and they are doing really good. It's just not for us. Right. I believe. And if if they do great, I mean, I'm be the first to watch it. I love wrestling. Yes. You know, like I want to do that. Same thing with like like New Japan. I mean, like. If it got to where it was a few years ago, where I'm like, I've got to, yeah. you know, get scammed, double paid, <laughs> where they take double payments out every month. That was crazy. I had to first. I Does lo- that happen I, to me too? I really love New Japan. I I had to go to my bank because I tried to cancel it and they kept double double dipping in my account. I had to go to my bank and deny New Japan access to my bank account. I had to block them from take money in my account because they just wouldn't cancel it. Now, but those main events made it worth it. Oh, they did. There's a couple of times where that's, that's probably worth twenty dollars. I can do that. <laughs> now, I have a question for you, Tyler. Is it? Are we concerned that the crew went up for nothing for halftime and they haven't scored since? Um, no, because nah. I already know how this game ends. How's it end? Uh, do, you, do you want me to? Do you want me to spoil uh, it for five you on air? Sure. That's, it ends for nothing. That's it. Oh, okay. Yep. Not nothing else exciting will happen. All right. Well, since it's over, I want to turn yeah. on baseball highlights. Um, ready? Yep. This is our uh, our next question for this evening. Okay. Uh, also, uh, TakeOver was today. We just got done watching uh, the second night of uh, TakeOver. I think the uh, second night was a lot better than the first night. Um, I also, uh, we talked about this earlier, uh, they definitely did not need two nights. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think We a, probably should have led with this because we're, you know, I'm an NXT mark, but, you know, we're trying to get some a few yeah. things in, so. Um, I think uh, 
I think it was great, though. Oh, overall, I think both nights were, were really good. Um, but, yeah, the second night, a lot better, I believe. And I also don't think there had to be two nights. I think there's a couple matches you can take out, like you said earlier, and just have, like, six to seven matches. And it's going to be a really long takeover. Everyone buckle in, but it's also the mania takeover. So right. it's just going to be a big one, and you're just going to have to uh, sit there and get over it, I guess, because it's, it's going to be long. So one thing I'm – sometimes with wrestling – you can be a little nervous about change. Right. Especially if something, like, with NXT, I was so nervous once I realized, oh, not only are they coming off the network and going to USA Network, they're going two hours, and then they're going head-to-head with NXT. It's it's almost like, I want this to be my thing, and yes. I don't want everyone else, like, yeah, it's like, almost, it's it's almost it's, like, you don't get Johnny Gargano. It's I like, get him. It's like when the, uh, the band that you liked, when they were just like a little indie band, like finally blows up and they're nationwide. And you're like, no, like I remember when you were at Express Live, there weren't that many people. Like, right. I want to I wanna be you fan. So, so when it came it felt to... more personal. Like, I, I was so resistant. And then I'm like, actually, okay, the two hours made it better. That's fine. Um, I thought when... So we went to the New Orleans... The uh, New Orleans takeover, uh, the, the best takeover, what we went to by God, and and that was the ladder match for the first um, ever um, North American Championship. North American Championship, and I'm like, okay, they needed to add that title. Here's the only thing I'm starting to get worried about. Now, the only thing I will say with NXT is they have a good track record. So yes. when I saw that there were going to be two nights, I'm like, mm, probably not necessary, but they have there'd a be bu- enough good spots in it where yeah. it'd be fine. I feel like they have a built up equity where I'm like I'll give them that and even even though they probably didn't need two nights still it was it was it was fine you know like oh, yeah. having two nights it's, it's not like oh my god that was they for sure shouldn't have done that I'm like I would have preferred a, a, a tighter script yeah. but whatever um but let, let me ask you this though with NXT they have because um Escobar wins the cruiserweight ladder match right they have the NXT Championship, the North American Championship, the Cruiserweight Championship, the Women's Championship, the Men's Tag, and the Women's Tag. That's six sets of titles that is six in for NXT. A, for a uh, two-hour uh, program. I This is my argument because they used to not do two hours, right? Right. Uh, my argument is it's fine because I don't think you need to feature every title in every episode. Right, and they don't, and yeah. I think that's great. And I think that's uh, how their storylines are better because they have like all extra week to just work on things, figure out what they want to do. They don't have to rush certain storylines. So I think uh, for them it works. And I think the reason sometimes it doesn't work on the main roster is because they want to feature everything on every single episode. Right. And I think like it's, it's important to feature it, yes, but also you can feature it with like just – a little promo of saying, hey, this is happening next week right. with this. You don't have to give everything 15 minutes every every show. I remember um, the network days of NXT with one hour when it was like the tag team champions are going to be next week. And it felt kind of old school. It felt like, yeah. oh, cool. Like I would get excited like, oh, we're going to see the yeah, tag champs next I, I, I week. i got to watch next week, yeah. So, and and it really it really worked on me, and I, I love that simplicity. And it's – so I just – It made matches feel really important because like, well, there's only an hour. Right. So every right. match has gonna is gonna mean something here. It was super tight script. It was super uh simplified. It wasn't there was nothing that was unnecessary. Not that you even not that you necessarily liked everything, but like you everything had a purpose. Absolutely. And uh so I just that's kinda of one thought I had, but back to the good stuff of, of Takeover. Um I thought that um 
the title match between Finn Balor and Karrion Cross uh, was really good. I thought it was interesting that uh, Finn Balor had the majority of the offense, it felt like. I feel like he did until the end, and I kept waiting for him to have another run. Yeah. And then it just never happened. And then the match was over. I was like, oh. Also, uh, I'll admit it. I was very wrong. I th- I would have put money on Finn Balor retaining. Yeah. So when they started when they started to build, I thought, okay, Karrion Cross is probably winning. And I felt like that for a couple weeks. And then they had a promo, or they had they had a segment a few weeks ago where Finn Balor cuts this promo where he says that he knows. Um, how do they phrase it? Like he knows Karrion Cross's weakness, and that would have been Scarlet. Yeah. Because the week before she got her in a spot or something, whatever. And I'm like, it kind of clicked in my brain. I'm like, oh, this is it. That's how he's going to lose. They they showed for the first time since Cross had debuted, they showed vulnerability, except when he got hurt and had to relinquish the title. But like character-wise, showed vulnerability. And in that same episode, they described Finn Balor as the unbeatable Finn Balor. And I'm like, oh, I think this is W. I think this is NXT's way of telling us that actually Finn Balor's going to win. And then they also threw a kind of a curveball by it not being the main event, which makes you think that Finn Balor's yeah, going to retain. Uh, these walls. I thought uh, Cross was going to the main roster, like you. I thought, yeah, he's losing, and then he will he'll be up. I thought his soon. act would have been better there. Yeah, I also thought I thought they'd do a lot with Scarlet up there too. I thought yeah. she'd get more light. She'd be a very good. Uh, you know, manager for him. I think she does a lot for him in NXT, too. I do really like his gimmick. I think he's great. Um, I like his matches. I think it's good. Um, I did, uh, we were joking about it earlier, the uh, thing the past couple weeks was uh, Finn Balor saying, like, I'm going to drag you out in the deep water and yeah. I'm going to drown you. And then you see Cross, and you're like, oh, okay, well, he is in really good shape, actually. Yeah. Like, he can probably <laughs> go 30, but I'm like, right. how, how, deep, how deep you take it? Right. But, I mean, uh, he had to say something, I guess. To... Oh, oh I, I, I still enjoyed it. But, so, uh, so what do we think's next with that then? Is either one of them moving up? Their storyline is going to continue. So we we talked about this a little bit. I would say no. I don't see a point for them. You know, he lost definitively, and you don't get very many rematches or anything in NXT. That's no. the cool thing about NXT. So before the pandemic hit, Finn Balor looked like he was heading toward the program with Walter. Walter's been a champion for going on eight hundred days. Would you like to? I would love to see that. I would too. I think I, if you're if you're in Finn Balor's position, you you actively campaign to come back to NXT. You don't feel the need that you need to be on Raw or SmackDown again. You only have a handful of years left. I'm I'm having fun. When uh, when Walter eventually loses, right? Which maybe it'll be with Finn when they do their program. How wild is that going to be? Because he's been, been champ for a long time. So it makes me think. I wonder if. He's going to be champion. The only thing I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. The only reason I think maybe not Finn Balor is I think. Do you want Walter losing anytime soon? And I say that because I, I want I want fans there. I want to pop. Yeah, loses. yeah. But the thing, but if you think about it, with Walter, he's been champion two years, but NXT UK shut down most of the year last year or several months of the pandemic. They lost a lot of steam during that. So they? yeah, so it's like well, he wasn't really doing anything. Um not his fault or anything, but, like, you almost need that. It's almost like when Pete Dunne, when when they had the second tournament, um, the UK tournament, mm-hmm. and you're like, he can't lose in that first defense because now he's been champion for so long, but they finally got the brand. Right. So I feel like I don't know if they need to do that with Walter. I uh, 
I had uh, I had something to say about this. I I just I don't know. I think I I wonder if I just wonder with Walter if that's something that they need another six months with fans there. Uh, yeah, I think there uh, I think there should be fans there when uh, when he loses eventually because I think you need that. I th- I think you got to have that pop, man. Yeah, of him finally losing. I'm um, also I remember what I was uh, attempting to say before I just you know completely blanked out. Do you think you could work that into a storyline that his uh, challengers is like you're not even a real champion? Like you didn't defend it for a whole like almost a year. Like right. Like, like well, what did you really do? Like you've held up the championship. You're not a real champion. You haven't had to defend it that much. Which I mean. He has, but obviously it's wrestling. So you, right. I feel like you could work it into a storyline where someone's like, "Yeah, but like you didn't do nothing. You haven't even earned it." Like right? You, you said, "Got to, you've had this long reign. No, you haven't. You didn't really defend it for a year." I think uh, I think you could work that in. Yeah, I think so too. And like you said, it's wrestling. They can they can make the whole story about him. They can even say like UK management's tried to get him to have matches and he's he refused or whatever. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Um. So yeah, I don't know if it's not Finn Balor. Who who takes down Walter? I mean, who in the UK? That's the thing. UK division's only so big. You already had the Tyler Bate match. He's doing other stuff. Uh, I don't know who else you have. Pete Dunne's moved on. I don't. I right now I can't think of anyone that I would feel comfortable with to dethrone Walter. That has enough. Heat behind them right now to be like, yep, like that's that's the guy. I don't, I don't think it's the time yet. I think, I think it'll be pretty obvious when it is. Like, yep, that's, I think so too. That's who's doing it. Because even with Finn, we're kind of reaching. Like, I'd be cool, I guess, but right. it'd also be kind of cool for Walter to just almost cement it again to be like, yep, like look, I even beat Finn Balor. So right. Like, what are we doing now? I think it's super smart to think if you don't have someone, yeah, just, keep the title yeah. on them. It's not broke, don't fix. And that's not something that WWE is always done by any stretch i mean they how are, many times have they dropped a title or broke up a tag team or yeah, whatever and you're just like just, just to do it i mean just, that's just what goes on in the main roster now yeah so i mean i think finn would be cool but i'm also i love walter oh, and yeah. i'm cool with him holding the title for another year or two i mean eventually you got to do something different with it. i mean do something else with the brand yes. i mean you can't just have him champion forever but people have talked about the modern day bruno san martino mm-hmm. i mean just keep the thing on him for Another year. I mean, can you imagine someone having a t- championship for three years? No. But then you think, does that hold the does that hold the UK brand back? I mean, you just these are things you just don't know yet. Yeah. Um, and you know, the UK like NXT UK since they've came back still doesn't have actual fans there. So you know it it still needs to be brought back up, and they're still you know coming back slowly. But um, lots to think about. It is. Uh, I want to talk about. Also, uh, what our plans are for the podcast. Okay. Uh, we want to do one of them a week. Right. Uh, our plan was uh, Peacock kind of uh, long-stroked us with it, but um, they uh, didn't move all the WCW Nitros over and all the pay-per-views. Our original plan was we were going to start at about 1995 and start watching Nitros, the pay-per-views, and just come on here and talk about like the old Nitros and whatnot. Right. Um, we're still going to do that. We can't uh, now. But um, we can still watch old pay-per-views and review them. We'll talk about wrestling now. 
and uh, we'll just uh, hang out, I think, and have a good time. Yeah, I think this first episode is more kind of getting back into it, um, having more of a free-flowing conversation yeah. as opposed to actual bullet points, you know, things we wanted to talk about. But uh, I think there will be times where we'll just take a wrestler and just, hey, let's watch this, like, random, you know, whatever wrestler let's watch a couple pay-per-view matches or watch this and let's just talk about what you think about this guy and yeah. we're not like deep diving into his career or anything because i'm not doing that research no. unless you guys want to pay us I'll right do, i'll do research if i get paid right yeah everything's got a price but um my pride i have i have i mean i have none <laughs> yeah i mean i never have you know i say that at work a lot you know like I do, I do enjoy the idea of them at work saying, have pride in your work. And you say, I don't have pride at home. No, so, I don't have pride in anything so, no. or myself. I, I know that, like, at work we've had, like, we'll have, like, a group text sometimes on Sundays. And so, like, I'm a mailman. And um, on Sundays we deliver packages for Amazon, and we'll have a group text, and they'll say, you know, and this is mostly during Christmas when it gets really hectic. And they'll say, like, okay, so who – like, like, oh, I'm done. Who needs help? And, you know, I've literally texted him. I was like, like I mean, I, I literally will say, like, I have no pride. I'm, I don't care. You've been here less time than me. I've been here two years. I'll, I'll, I'll take help. Like, yeah. I'm not too afraid to admit it, you know. I don't have that much <laughs> that much pride in it. <laughs> Just you know, do what I can. Yeah. I don't think anything wrong with getting help. Hmm. I think it's fine. No, you should always ask for help if you need it. Or even if you don't. Um, What do you think? would be the worst wrestling move to take if you had to now this is uh just full go they're not uh, you know what i mean well actually no it's not full go they're, they're actually they're working the spot right okay it's, it's a work what do you think is still the most painful one to take and we're not we're, we can't say the swanton bomb because that's what the most answers are I that's what right. the wrestlers say which is which we would then imagine is true but, okay i think I'm going to answer this two different ways. I'm going to okay. answer this in a work and then in a shoot. Okay. That's crazy. I'm going to do the shoot first. Oh, wow. Because when you asked that, I had one pops in my head. Right. Curb stomp. And you'd For kill me. Shoot? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, you'd kill me. You'd, yeah. You would break all my teeth, and you would, you would just break my jaw. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine a wrestling move hurting me. I would as a work because I have no idea what the hell I'd be doing. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't know how to not do it. I mean, I guess, like, you just be, slide off your head and hit first, the ground. If, if me and you wrestled, right? It would, right. it would damn near have to be like a half-ass shoot, right? Because we wouldn't know how to not oh, do no. stuff. So I would, would legitimately would just, like I, yeah. I would say, Larry, let me put you in a Boston Crab, and then I just as hard as I can. To, yeah, I'm like, I guess, I guess so. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna hit you with my forearm. Like, how right. are we gonna pull it? I guess we're not. But yeah, and then I'm gonna just, try to hit your neck, but that's about it. That's yeah. as far as I can go. <laughs> like, we're, we're screwed. Um, so I would say something like I remember. Um, who was it? Maybe DDP or somebody. What a guy had posted a someone had posted a like a gif of him taking a power bomb. I can't. Remember, I think it was DDP, and it was a it was a jackknife from Kevin Nash. Yeah, it was because he was talking about DDP yoga, and he said that that was the worst power bomb he had ever taken. I uh, not to steal that. I was gonna t- I was gonna say the last ride. I was gonna say because I was like I don't exactly know. Like I'm still falling. Like I can right. tuck my chin. I can try to. So it's, I can try to space it out, but I'm still gonna have to fall from a seven foot man who's picked me up about four feet above his head. So I'm having about an eleven foot drop. Well, that's a good question. Let's compare the two because when I when when DDP said that was like the worst power bomb and that really like right. like fucked up his hips. 
Um, he, I saw the gif, and I mean, like Kevin Nash dropping from seven foot on his hip. Yeah. So, so you think in your mind, you're like, oh well, you know, like a last a last ride where you're getting driven down. I think they can at least hold you a little more square in a last right. ride, and I I would like to imagine. I know uh, in jujitsu when we do throws. Oh, here we go. As, as, you're, as okay. you're hitting 40, the, 40 minute mark, I was waiting for. As it. <laughs> you're uh, hitting the ground, you uh, pull them up a little bit, right? And you don't let them hit the ground as hard, but you can't really notice it. It still looks like they hit the ground, right? I would imagine that's kind of what I would imagine that's what a last ride is like. As you get to the ground, you almost like cinch, up, cinch up your arms a little bit and don't let them hit as hard. Yeah, like deaden and, the momentum or yeah, something. And a, a jackknife is letting go, right? I mean, you're just gravity. So I would imagine jackknife's a lot worse to take. I mean, they just I, I can I can see where a jackknife, if done okay, you'd be okay. Yeah. You know, but okay, let's just imagine it. You get jackknifed, and even if it's not necessarily a bad landing, like on your hip or something, right. your your body's kind of in free flow where you like you can have almost like whiplash or like your your. I can imagine imagine a scenario where like your head snaps or like your chin i mean they have to almost drop you perfect if they just drop you a little to the side or this you're turning right or you're flipping like you can land on your head like ddp said your hip like you can and it's not even a scenario where i don't even know if you'd even want to tuck your chin because you don't know how you're landing i mean i don't want to overcomplicate this i mean you're still you're you're taking a power bomb but you could i don't know i mean um if it's a shoot right that that's a work. I don't want to take that. Right. I'm always it, someone jumping on top of me. I also would really rather not take. Right. Uh, the stink face. I don't know why we haven't talked about that. I probably I actually I changed my mind. <laughs> um, I the, the work in a shoot. You want to set up here? No, by fine. the way. Okay. Uh, work in a shoot. Those those are the ones I don't want. That's the one I don't want to take. My answer is the same. I don't want Rikishi's ass in my face <laughs> for either a work or a shoot or any man. I just I just don't want it. So that that's my answer. Why not? You can just drop me on my head. I guess you can, you can curb stomp me, but. You're not, you're not doing that. I don't. Okay, what about what's like the easiest you think? The easiest one to take, boy. Um, I think for a work, right? Yeah. I would say the easiest one to take for a work would be a uh, a tombstone, the Undertaker's tombstone. Okay. And I would say it's the easiest one to take. Because he's just really not, uh, I'm not my, my head's not hitting the ground. He's just carrying me. You know what I mean? I'm just falling. Right. I, 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 I would feel very safe doing that. Especially someone that knew how to do it. Not not to sit down. One where you go to your knees. Because there's been a couple we've seen where the old boy's about a solid eight inches off the ground. He's not that close. And yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd take that. RKO? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I fall and, like, my chin's on his shoulder, I could really hurt my chin. I mean... Now, that's me being just a just a, a wimp about it. Right. I mean, we're obviously just like... Oh, how do you mess that? I'm spitballing right now. Um, you know... A, a, a kick? Like a broke kick? Wouldn't, wouldn't want to take that. No. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want someone with the opportunity to hit me in the head. Like, what, like, knee strikes always fascinate me. Yeah. You know? Bad times. Like, especially, like, to the jaw... You know, like, like I know they do the leg slap, but sometimes like they'll show in slow motion. Like, oh god, yep, that hit that hit his head. Like, yeah, that's, boy, that must have hurt, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, that can't ah, that. I don't. I wouldn't want to take it. That's um, why I'm not a wrestler. Um, literally the only reason. What would your finisher be if you were a wrestler? Well, I love the curb stomp. I would. I. But I don't know. I am not Samoan, so I don't know if they would allow it. 
I would want a Samoan drop as my finish, like a big one. I'd want to bring it back. So I I love. I guess it it also depends on like your body type, right? So I I love Walter. I love that he's a big guy who does simple things. Yeah. I would love like his he finishes Master Champa with a chop. Love it. But like I probably couldn't do that because of like body type. Right. Even though I I guess I still have that mindset that I'm. I feel like yours, thirty pounds lighter. I feel like yours would be some sort of running, uh, running strike. Is, is yeah, how I, imagine your finish I, I love the idea of a like, of a um, almost like a DIY meet, meeting in the middle. Yeah. Um, Champa knee knee strike. Um, I guess that maybe any kind of like, I love the idea of having a submission finisher. But yeah, what would a, what, what what kind of submission finisher would you want? I I to me, I feel like I have to have something in and on the head. I don't know why, but I I, I enjoy those more. Rather than just you what do you like a, a submission to finish yeah. in the head? Yeah, I I feel like I uh, I enjoy uh, visually watching those more in the terms of wrestling rather than just an arm one or a uh, or an ankle pick or something. Yeah, I, I actually don't really know. I I would say probably you're right. Some kind of like running knee strike. Yeah, it just looks visually cool. I think like the meeting in the middle is like very very quick too. You can hit it from a lot of places. You can look aggressive. You know, mm-hmm. you can have that camera pain in your face, and yes. you can you just look mean as hell. Like Champa is right before that, right before the meeting in the middle, which I just might actually be like the coolest finish. I love that meeting in the middle, but the Johnny Gargano yeah. hand clap and the. Well, you really like that meeting in the middle, don't you? Yeah, it's the meeting in the middle. Yep. Um, meeting in the middle. So, uh, so yeah. I like that. I love that. I love the idea of that. Because um, I always liked the Kinshasa too. I always thought that was. I, I really like the cool. Kinshasa. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of that one. Uh, is Bronson Reed very off topic? Now we're just okay. bouncing around. <laughs> bouncing going, around everywhere. He going the main roster? You think? No, I don't think so. I think he's still because that was his first like. I think I may have been his first takeover. So I think I'd keep him down there. I I like him down there. What's What's interesting about the that so he loses. He loses clean, and what's interesting about what makes that interesting is so he loses clean to Johnny, but Johnny's last takeover match was against Kushida, and he beat right. Kushida clean, and this is heel Johnny, and like I find I know we're talking about him, but I find that kind of fascinating to think that's two two takeovers in a row that you you as a heel beat this guy clean, and sometimes you feel like that's maybe a momentum killer for baby faces but i don't know if they would continue that story with bronson i mean if you lose clean sometimes i think like yeah. you know lick your wounds and um okay so last thing here right okay it's 2002 okay backlash book your most early 2000s main event okay i'm cheating i already have mine in my head okay you go mine would be I, I don't I don't care who the wrestlers are, right? Okay. You can pick them, okay? But it's going to be like Sable and Tori Wilson in each corner, okay? Okay. And it's going to be like an Iron Man match. But during that Iron Man match, for each fall, the uh, woman has to take off an article of clothing. <laughs> okay. That would be, uh, you know, I, I believe 2000s WWE is, is that. It's... The lingerie, the lingerie fights, the very gimmicky matches, <laughs> and, okay, look, and some Iron Man matches mixed in there. Okay, can I ask you a question about that? Yes, you can. What would be better? Because I have two thoughts. I have two conflicting thoughts. Give you have Chris Benoit um, 
Kurt Angle, fast pace, a lot of a lot of falls. Yeah. Or, I think what makes more sense though is you have lumbering wrestler, l- lumbering, lumbering, yep. slumbering, um, slower paced, where you're building up the anticipation. Um, I I would say uh, the slower paced ones is what I would think. Yeah. And uh, then of course they're going to go over to the women and eventually just grab something because it's two thousand. Yeah. And, and then no. and then the pay per view ends with them putting them in a, a headlock and oh yeah hit, hit them with their finish. Well, the, it ends with uh, Stone Cold making a return and just hitting everyone with stunners, even the women. You yeah. know what I mean? Just everybody just going ham. Yeah. That that would be my two thousands pay per view. I think it has the Iron Man match, Stone Cold's in it. And there's uh, the women in it, which is what they did back then. Okay, off the top of my head, Triple H gets in a feud Ooh. with Kane. Okay. Because... Which Kane? Masked Kane? With masked Kane. The masked one with the sleeve, or the masked one that was part of the RBD? Sleeveless? Sleeveless, okay. yeah. My favorite Kane. Okay. So he gets he gets in a feud with Kane because... Um, now, I'm thinking... Was that the Kane that was kind of more talkative, right? Like he would. Yeah, that's the the Katie Vick Kane. Yeah, that boy is super talkative. Right. So, okay. So it starts out with um, it shows some it shows some videos of like we get like six weeks of Triple H just 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 vignettes like he okay say he has like a small injury or something right just vignettes of just him working out but they're like my god they're like nine minutes long. Just obnoxiously, obnoxiously long. Like when Family Guy just drags out that ah thing. Like yeah, that and, and, but it's not ironic. Triple H really thinks that we want to see him like right. lift weights. Well, somehow Kane gets involved and in, like there's there's like a, a, a random brawl. Kane lifts more than Triple H, and that's literally what the feud's about. Triple H is pissed off, and you know, kind of, kind of for real like in real life he's kind of mad because he's like i can't believe you'd live more than me on tv i can't believe they would let that go through it's and, almost like a shoot They're right like, yeah we'll see who can live more yeah trouble clearly it'll be me it'll yeah. Be <laughs> yeah and that's what the feud's about and then we just happen to throw in like in the middle of this even though it has nothing to do with stephanie like kane like um grabs her and kisses her and then like and puts her through like a tombstone to the table because you're like, well, what does that have to do with anything? Do you remember from like '99 to maybe like 2003, they kept making Stephanie general managers and having like the wrestlers like hit on her and try to get with her? Yeah, like Scott Steiner, she was trying to sign Scott Steiner. He tried to like have sex with her like on the table, and we were just like, what is going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, I was like what is the John Cena and her in the ring? Eric Bischoff kissing her. I was like, guys, God, what, what are we doing? <laughs> so God, the- that was such a Oh, crazy time! They have to go overboard and book a like a like a thirty minute buried alive match. And I want the winner to marry Stephanie. She doesn't get to decide. But here's the thing: Stephanie is actually in the grave. Oh, already. And you Plot have twist, to, literally. And you have to. She's the one who like pulls Kane down or something. Oh my god! But then it it involves like instead of throwing dirt, like you have to throw your opponent in. But you have to like pick up a car or something crazy so it shows triple h like gets the girl and he lifts like more than what kane was i don't know something like that i'm doing a caveat with it okay she helps him right right she she pulls kane in there but triple h being the selfie selfish you know sob he is has the forklift already she doesn't get out tyler he buries her too right so then when they return she returns with just a vengeance she instead of the dead man she's the dead woman you know she returns and she's just you know all, all hell blazing, you know what I mean? Just going at it, just making his life hell. That's what I think. He accidentally buries his wife. I, I love. At one point, they did 
a a, a custody match for Dominic. Mm-hmm. And I love those type of matches. We're just absurd. Like when Matt and Kane face off, to who's going to marry Lady? <laughs> okay, when you look back at nostalgic things like that, yes. Do you did you did you see it by the way? No, because we're talking about baseball. Did you see the, that finish? That's yeah, like, it hit his elbow. Do you think he leaned in? I don't care if he leaned in. You're allowed to. What are you going to do? Yeah, people are like freaking out about that, yeah. but I'm like, he wouldn't. You know what? If you lean over and you're over the plate, right? Right. You're not allowed to do that. Well, what's crazy about it? First off, it doesn't even look like he hit him. Did no. you see the ump's reaction? Yeah, I think he, it hit the, the ump goes to say he literally saying strike out, and then as he's doing that, he's saying no, it hit his elbow. I don't know if it's yeah. just like yeah, he, he poked his elbow out there, changed his yeah. thought. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I think I think I think old boy took one for the team, and he should be commended for taking. Oh, one for I the team. I agree, but what do you think about the yeah. ump's reaction as he's as he's saying strike three? He's saying no, actually, it hit his elbow. Um, I don't care. <laughs> well, that just popped up. I'm be I'm be honest with you, I, I don't care at all. I meant to ask you about about that like six hours ago. Um, okay, so anyway, when you when you look back at like nostalgic, I think stuff, the I think the Marlins are one and six. Derek Jeter is just livid right now. He's like, he's like, I don't know, am I? He's like, I'm in Florida now, boys. I can't be that mad. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we're not winning, but I'd rather live in Florida than New York. Right. Cut the games. <laughs> um. So when you look back at old nostalgic things like. It's right. fun to look back at that kind of stuff. Right. You, it's the only thing that brings me joy in life. Oh, okay. All right. right. Well, I, I I need help. I won't say anything else. Then. Oh, okay. Do you do you think like how would you feel if on Raw tomorrow they were like they did for example they were just like we're going to do another custody match, Tyler? If you, I'll be at work tomorrow, right? Right. You well, will, it'd be weird if Raw was tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, hypothetically, it's a Monday. Okay. Okay. Well, SmackDown's tomorrow, so it's a Monday. I'm at work. You email me and say, "Hey, what? There's going to be a raw tonight." What are you? Was this 1999? Am I emailing you? That's the only way you can get a hold of me at my work is my email. You know? Okay. So you get a hold of me, right? You say, "Hey, there's a custody match tonight on Raw, right?" I leave work. <laughs> I I call my supervisors. I get out of there. You say, "Look, there's a custody match on Raw tonight. You yeah. gotta let me go." I don't know how I'll spin it, but I'm getting out of there. And I'm watching that custody match. What are you talking about? Deciding a kid's fate in a ladder match with a clipboard? Yeah, so I, mean, I want the clipboard to be hung up, and I want the pin to be hung up somewhere else. I want you to have to get both of them and then oh, sign it. Wow, that's really that's interesting. That's what I want. No, actually, I want the kid hung up. <laughs> <laughs> want, but then they actually I want the kid to be hung up by like his belt or something I'd like some suspenders give him a wedgie but then he falls and Randy Orton hits him with an RKO as he's out falling. of nowhere yeah that's what I want yeah I want you to hang oh, that kid great. up Randy Orton's a part of it right yeah and he's like yanking the kid down you think he's gonna win but he hits the kid with an RKO yeah. as he's falling says, I never wanted you <laughs> get out of my life wow that's what I yeah I think, I think let's clip this part out and send a little email to the creative headquarters. Oh, when, when you guys see this match, you'll know. You'll know where yeah. they got it from. Yeah, because it wasn't from there in August. You know, no, these guys. It's ingenious. I'm you, that's what we get paid for. Well, I think uh, I think that's a good place to end it today. Okay. All right. Uh, we will see you guys uh, next week, and uh, appreciate it. All right. See you later. Meeting in the middle. <laughs>